Hello, podcast listeners. This is Becky Bryce, and I am a disciple of Jesus that masquerades as a stay-at-home mom. I have no really great qualifications to be uh, putting out a podcast, but I am doing it, <laughs> and you're listening, so that's that's how this is going to work. You know, this week, qualifications and insecurities, my lack of, you know, I've never had a radio show, I've never um, been, you know, a pastor, I don't have a divinity degree, I love the Bible, and I love Jesus, and I love to talk to people. And so with that in mind, I'm going to ask that if you want to speak back to me, with um, a podcast episode, with a question, with interest, you can listen to this podcast with the Anchor app. So if you just go into your app store and look up Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, you can directly message me about any episode. And so then I'll get a voice message. Uh, However, I do want you to know that I um, will probably contact you back privately and may decide to use the voice message um, in a future recording. Uh, But I will get your permission before I do that. At this point, I'm not just going to put a blanket statement that any recording can be. uh, I can use it, nor will I just use it. Um, I want to let you all know that, woohoo, yay, bells and whistles. My podcast was picked up with Stitcher, Spotify, Google Cast, Um, and some more. Um, And I'm just waiting to see. I I feel like if, you know, I think it's the iTunes platform that is like the hardest to get on. So we'll see how that works. Um, But you know what, I'm just happy for one person being blessed by this podcast. And I've had to remind myself of that this week. I, a couple of like little corrections to tell you about. One is I misquoted Chris Kane. She did not say God has only ever used ordinary people to do impossible things. What she said when talking about God using us to do impossible things and how, you know, why would we not want God to use us to do impossible things? That's what he does best, but he does it through us. And she said, God has only ever used ordinary people to do extraordinary things. So here I am, an ordinary person doing something that I feel is pretty extraordinary. And that is to record my voice, to feel like I believe the Lord gives me a message to give to an audience. And so that's what I'm doing. And today I wanted to discuss with you why I titled my podcast, Graced for This. What is that about? How did it come about? I um, have a quick little prayer that I say oftentimes when I'm faced with a hard decision or just a mess of an issue or multiple things going on at once and I'm feeling anxious and I know that the Father does not want me to be anxious. And so let me pray to start us off. Heavenly Father, I pray that the listeners for this podcast will be blessed, 
they will be encouraged, and that your word will be amplified in their lives. And I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts will be pleasing and acceptable to you, O Lord. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. So Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Many of you have probably heard this one and can even say it with me. Um, It's said so often about really anything from where are you going to go to college? Oh, don't be anxious about that. Or are you getting married? Don't be anxious about that. Um, And I think that our brothers and sisters that have been diagnosed with anxiety disorder, this is the verse that makes them cringe because it is a blanket statement to not do something. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Wow. Just reading that again in light of what God has shown me about this podcast, about um, being thankful, bringing it back to prayer, bringing it back to scripture, having peace of God that is going to have to go beyond the limits of my understanding. And because of that, it's going to guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus as I really look to Christ to protect me from my own anxieties. I had likened um, being faithful to make a podcast. I had likened it to Paul in, I believe it was my second podcast, I said, just as he knew that he needed, he was blessed to have this Holy Spirit pill to go out and to spread the word that he could not resist the temptation to go and spread the word from one town to the next. But I said, you know, he had for, he had to look forward to torture. The next thing that he had, even though there was this irresistible draw by the spirit, was a re- release of his safety to the spirit, release of his anxiety to the spirit because what the spirit also promised was torture. And I had the audacity to say that waiting to see who could respond to my podcast would be torture. I am not saying that those two are the same. Paul went through some horrible physical torture. I am very aware of that. But I am also very aware that I hold in tension the fact that I have gone through some trauma in my life that causes very small things to sometimes feel torturous. And this is where that anxiety that I talked about earlier, this is where we can talk about that. There is intense anxiety for me to think about who could be listening to this recording? Will it help them? Will it be of any good to them? Will my child walk in right now and say something and me not know how to splice this recording so that I don't have to have a yelling kid in my recording or worse me yelling back at my kid in my recording because unfortunately that happened this week 
I felt my anxiety at such a high over probably the podcast as I started getting pings on my phone that I didn't know I would be getting about listeners, about it being picked up by different platforms. These are all really exciting things. But again, a person that's gone through trauma can sometimes find exciting things even overwhelming. And so I really had to stop and repent of not that I had the anxiety, but that when I had it, I didn't take it to the Lord. I took it to myself and I said, self, let's figure out how to fix this. And what I did was just kind of shove it down and not deal with it. And then I faced my child throwing a three-nager fit and I did not respond well. I have a tendency to hurt most the people I love the most. And I had to repent. I had to go before the Lord and I had to repent to my child. And I had to let them know that I was wrong. Now, I'll deal with the three-nager and his fits later because I know that he was wrong in some ways too. But for this discussion, I'll just say that I was wrong. And so what I'm learning is to not just push the anxiety down and walk away from it because it walks with me. Unless I fully give it over to the Lord. Unless I do exactly what this verse that I said in Philippians says. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And again, that's found in Philippians 4, 6 through 7. And I love that it has verse 7 there that, um, that I was encouraged to read because Sometimes we just hear verse six and it has a command and it doesn't tell us, you know, the the how and the promise after. And that's what verse seven does for me. It's that nugget of wisdom that doesn't just give a command, but gives a promise from God, how he's going to do it. Um, One of my pastors, his favorite, one of his sayings is, we have a God that pays for what he orders. And so I, I, I have to rely on that. And in many ways I have for years, a quick prayer that I say is, Grace me, place me, pace me, Jesus. It's a quick prayer that gets me through some very difficult times. I know I've said that earlier. When things just feel very confusing, I say, grace me, place me, pace me, Jesus. I will say that when I can't figure out what to do next. Am I trying to get some groceries? Am I needing to call that friend back? Am I needing to take care of something that seems urgent but maybe isn't? Because I believe that scripture says that we can have him teach us to treasure and order each day. And to let us depend on his wisdom. So that's what I try to do. And so I believe that I'm graced for this podcast. And I believe in 1 Peter 4.10, it says, Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in various forms. Those forms will look different for all of us. My sisters and my brothers that serve the Lord, they're, we're all going to do it in so many different ways. We have to have lots of serving parts for the body to work. 
And it's amazing how Christ will do it in so many ways. I've known um, those people that are in motorcycle ministries. I've known people that um, attend and get nourishment at cowboy churches and write amazing cowboy poetry. I'm going to speak about poetry in a minute, so I think I've just got poetry on my head. Um, Cowboy poetry is beautiful. Cowboy poetry to the Lord in prayer is gorgeous. Um, I've seen ministries for people that are into the art world. Um, I have a sister that has a great art and theology um, blog, and hopefully I can have her on someday and we can do a little um, conversation with each other and, and, and I can find out how was she graced for that. So there's where I feel like God graces us. And then I say, place me. In our hearts, in our human hearts, it says in Proverbs 16, 9, that we plan our course, but the Lord establishes our steps. And another way that establishes can be understood in Hebrew was determines. So humans in their hearts plan their course, but the Lord determines establishes their steps. And so I pray that God establishes my steps with this podcast, that he knows what needs to come next and puts my foot where it needs to go, that he's graced me with a gift. I will administer it. I'm going to be a willing vessel. His grace is going to come through that form. So we've gone over grace me, place me, pace me. This is where I get to tell you a little bit about my hobby. One of the things that I love to do, uh, besides use an instant pot that is now going off in my house, uh, is to run. I love to run. Um, The further, the longer, the better for me, Um, even though I have had to learn to work up to it. If I run too fast, then I will end up having pacing problems and I will end up getting hurt. Um, And so I have to make sure that I pace myself well. Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. How do they know which one to do, to walk or to run? And how is it that they won't faint whatever it is that they decide to do? I think the beginning of that verse has the answer, that your hope has to be placed in the Lord. That is how your strength is renewed. I know that God has renewed my strength even within the last few days that I've prayed over the podcast. I've been feeling very uncertain and anxious. And I know in Proverbs it says (laughs) in their hearts, I'm, I'm sorry, that fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but a person is tested by being praised. That's Proverbs 27, 21, which has been one of my favorite verses for a long time. Um, even when I worked in secular social work 
because I have a, a master's degree in social work and I remember working with um, some homeless young men and any time that it seemed like they would get complimented, they would either almost get defensive of how we were wrong to compliment them or what was really wrong. Um, they would sometimes just shy away from it. They wouldn't want to hear the compliment. And sometimes there would be arrogance that would show up. You would say a compliment and it was as if you were telling them something they already knew and you were just dumb for even pointing it out. Um, and then sometimes we would give a compliment to the, the young people and we would see this shift in their effort and it would go from the steady pace to this exhaustion where they're wanting more and more compliments. And I think that that was me this week, guys. Proverbs 27, 21 again, fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but a person is tested by being praised. When I started seeing that people were listening to my podcast, when I started seeing that, um, I was getting picked up by different platforms. And again, when I had people graciously email or call or message and say, wow, you know, that was really good or that was encouraging or, oh my gosh, you sound like Christian Delilah and I love it. Um, <laughs> I kind of, two things happened. One is I started rushing to think of the next thing to say. Then I started fearing that I didn't have the right thing to say. And then I started wondering, how do I keep getting the accolades? What if they fall off? Um, what if I don't get them anymore? And so um, I sat down with my husband and I let him know my heart because he always has wisdom for me. And um, he said, well, honey, it's the centipede effect. And I said, what? I've never heard of the centipede effect. And so he had me go and look up the centipede effect and it's, um, there's a poem that goes with it. A spider met a centipede was happily quite until a tortoise in fun said, pray, which leg moves after which? This raised her doubts to such a pitch. She fell exhausted in a ditch, not knowing how to run. Another one is a spider met a centipede while hurrying down the street. How do you move at such a speed with all so many feet? I do not have to contemplate to keep them all in line, but if I start to concentrate, they're tangled all the time. I'm staring too much at the pace of myself instead of trusting the Lord to pace me to set the timing for things, to move me at a pace that he knows that he's graced me for. So not only am I graced to be placed here, but I'm graced with a perfect pace when I trust in him. For he knows the times and he knows the dates and he makes everything beautiful in his time, as it says in Ecclesiastes 3.11. He also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I cannot fathom his plan for my life, my podcast, my children, my marriage, any ministry that I have. But I have to trust that he has made everything beautiful in its time that he decides. And so why graced for this? 
Well, I'm graced because God listens to my heart and he knows how to speak to me through his word. He knows how to speak to me through people that have gone before me, um, through the heroes of Christianity, through the heroes of being disciples. And so when I went and looked up this centipede dilemma, it was really interesting because it had a little note. It said that the centipede effect has a reverse. The reverse of it is something called the Salvature Abolando, which was made, this theory that was made by St. Augustine. And his theory was in response to something called um, the infinitive divisibility of time and space, which prevents anyone from actually arriving at any destination. Zeno of Elia, um, that was one of his philosophies. So you couldn't actually reach any destination because there was just this infinite divisibility of time and space. So it was we were unable to prove that you could actually arrive. And so St. Augustine, a believer um, in the early days of modern Christianity, right after the early church began. If you've not read any of St. Augustine's work, I think you'd be blessed to look it up. But his response simply translates as, it's solved by walking. You can prove that you can get somewhere, that you can arrive at an actual destination by walking. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm just walking this out and I'm seeing where it leads. And I'm hoping that the Lord is blessed, that he's glorified, that he will place me, grace me, pace me, and I can put my trust in him. So I'd like to pray for you all. Father, as your word says, my heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. It's in Psalm 27, 8, and you know, Father, that that verse thrills me. It's so personal. It says we have a relationship with you that's back and forth. My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me, Becky. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Mm, Such anticipation to get to your throne. Father, I pray that we all as believers would do as it says in Colossians 4.2, that we would devote ourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart, that we're ready, we're alert and ready to talk to you about what's going on in our lives. And we are thankful for what's going on because we don't know the next step. We don't know what all you've graced us for. We don't know how you'll pace us. But if we put our hope in you and our trust in you, you will show us. Father, I thank you for the verse that I have claimed, not yet to this group of listeners, but to others before, that Psalm 1611 is my life verse. And it says, you will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasure of living with you forever. God, you prove yourself over and over to me. And I pray that you will start showing yourselves in such a showing yourself in such an intimate way to the listeners of this podcast. And I pray that they will share those hopeful 
moments with me where they just they feel like they see you in something that you're starting to respond to a prayer so personal whether it's in a wikipedia you know find where they see wow saint a saint a saint has the reverse of this figured out or wow this scripture i didn't expect to see written somewhere out and about really spoke to me lord that's what you do you are in control of the supernatural which means you can place it right amongst the natural. That's the kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. So I pray that we will all follow you, that we will listen to you, that we will know your voice and you will know ours and that we will follow you. And may you, God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, give us your grace and your peace as we go throughout our day today, whatever our days bring. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, listeners, I hope that it has been a very peaceful, encouraging time here at Grace for This podcast. Uh, please let me know any of your feedback. Again, you can use the Anchor app to record a message. You could send me an email at rebeccabrice at gmail.com. Um, and you can look me up on Facebook. I hope to hear from you soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye.